Hey everyone, well most of you know that I'm a huge Disney fan and several have asked me, when am I going to do a podcast on my Disney travels? Well today is that day. My friend Stephanie and I walked through our last vacation to Walt Disney World in Florida, offering tips, suggestions, and how we feel you can make the most of your experience since you're paying all that money to essentially ride roller coasters and get a picture with a mouse in front of a castle. We talk fast passes, snacks, touring plans, and strategies. In a word, the episode is supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. You knew I was going there, right? But of course, you could say it backwards, which is docious aliaspleistic fragicalirupus. But that's going a bit too far, don't you think? A little braggy. Hey, everyone. I'm Lindsay, and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. I'm here with my friend Stephanie, who we just got back from a Disney trip, and we're going to tell you some of Stephanie's Disney hacks, as I'm calling them, because we had a legit itinerary. And we followed it and did everything we wanted to do and more. Is that accurate, Stephanie, would you say? It's accurate. We love love an itinerary. I do love an itinerary, and I feel like some people don't. But in this day and age of Disney, you need one. I don't think you can go to Disney World nowadays and just show up and get the most bang for your buck. You're going to be standing in lines, and you're going to be getting fast passes for weirdo things. Like Carousel of Progress. Right. <laughs> I mean, some people love Carousel of Progress. It is a great big beautiful morning. But I just, it's a great big beautiful nap for me. Because it lasts, what, 25 minutes? That's a perfect little power nap. If I was a napper, I would nap. Mm-hmm. We just rested our feet. We did. We were, And it's inside, air conditioning, bonus. You don't know what we're talking about. That's okay. We are going to start off slow. Stephanie, tell everybody what you're doing now. You, let's, let's do the history of your Disney life, which is very short. And you would never know that based on how you make a touring plan. But just tell everybody your, your background of, of Disney stuff. So I was exposed to Disney World and Disneyland, maybe as like an eight or nine year old mm-hmm. with my family. Um, but caveat to that is I didn't like roller coasters yeah. or crowds. Oh, well. Hmm. So Disney wasn't <laughs> a really good fit for me. We went one time to, to each. At Disneyland, we left after being there for an hour because it was too crowded. Oh, dear. Mm-hmm. And at Disney World, I got sick the first day. So my sweet mother <laughs> had the joy of hanging out in the hotel with me the rest <sighs> of the trip. That's so miserable. I had a bad taste in my mouth of Disney. Yeah. Um, I did go one day with drill team in high school. Yeah. We did like a dance class with Goofy and then rode, I think, Rock and Roller Coaster uh-huh. at Hollywood Studios. That's all I remember. Okay. So that's my history, history with Disney. Mm-hmm. My recent re-entrance into my life is thanks to you, Lindsay Well, you're welcome. You are welcome. (laughs) I'm spreading the joy literally. Yes. Pixie dust everywhere. Exactly three years ago. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes. Oh, my gosh. You introduced me to Disney World. Yeah. We went with our friend Connie. Mm Mm-hmm. And I 
love planning and love itineraries, so I took it upon myself to do a ton of research before the trip and somehow made an itinerary thinking, I have no idea what these things are. I still remember thinking there's a ride called Soren, uh-huh. and I thought we were literally like hung up from a string that goes across the park, and we like soared. Like a zip line? Like a zip line. I was like, well, I don't understand how we're going around the world, but I'm putting it on the itinerary. Um, so that's, I just started three years ago going with you. Yeah. And you've been how many times since then in three years? Let's see. I've been to Disney World four Four. times in the last three years and Disneyland twice. Twice. (laughs) You drank the Kool-Aid. I drank the (laughs) Kool-Aid in that I love rides. Mm -hmm. I still say I'm not like a crazy Disney person. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. I do appreciate the Disney essence of it. Yeah. But I'll never like have a Mickey sticker on my car. Or yeah. You don't have a shower curtain that has the Fab Five on it. Right. Okay. Although I appreciate people who do. Right. You make the world go round. Yes you do. It's just not me. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I do love the shower curtains on Amazon right now, isn't it? You're just trying to push the button but you won't let yourself <laughs> I do get sold on the Disney products made for dogs, though. Uh. <laughs> I have two cute little Westies, and they would look really cute in a Minnie Mouse outfit. Just saying. They really would. <laughs> oh, my history's a little different. I went the first time in 1986 and never went, and that, that was a wonderful, wonderful time. That's whenever I became mildly obsessed where I did buy all the Disney stuff, and it was harder to come by back then because... There was no Amazon. No, and there was no Mickey Mouse or any kind of Disney anything that was extra, meaning if you found a spiral notebook with Disney on it, then you're going to snatch it up right then at the TGNY or wherever you were. There wasn't a lot of IP. Anyway, all that to say, 1986, big year for me. And the next time I went was when I worked there. Is that not the craziest thing ever? That's a big break. And it and it goes to show how, again, mildly, maybe majorly obsessed I was that I had never returned from 86 all the way to 98. And it, it stuck with me. I did reports on Walt Disney. I dressed up as <laughs> Disney characters for Halloween. Of course you did. It, mm, I even wrote um, the Imagineers a letter and sent it in the mail to Walt Disney World, Orlando, Florida and found a zip code and somehow got there because they sent me back all this wonderful stuff because it was, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I said an Imagineer. I don't know. Because they wouldn't let me put down Dallas Cowboy Cheerleader, but you know, I have shunned them. (laughs) We're not going to talk about that. Anyway, so then I worked there for six months and then I think I, my latest count was I think 17 times between Disneyland and Disney World. Wow. Which, we did something really special this year. We went to Disneyland, which is California, the original one. And then we went to Disney World in Florida in the same year, which is called a Coast to Coast Challenge. Is that a real thing? I don't know, but we say it is. Coast to Coast was a real thing when Disneyland had running races. Oh, yeah, we don't run. But we don't run. So we made our own challenge. (laughs) We did. It was basically get there and survive (laughs) and get home. 
Do tell people the difference between Disneyland and Disney World. A lot of people interchange them. That used to bug me, but it doesn't anymore. Why would you go to Disneyland versus going to Disney World? That's a good question. So they are both Disney, yeah, owned by the same company. Yeah. Disneyland in California, those Californians would say they have better weather throughout the year. Right. So you are Pretty much guaranteed nice weather. Right. Whereas Florida has hurricanes yeah, and they, storms. Yeah, they blow in. Mm-hmm. And heat in the summer. Mm-hmm. But Disney World makes up for it in that it's a larger park mm-hmm. with more attraction offerings. Yes. So, backtracking to Disneyland. There's two parks. Disneyland, the original, with Aurora's Castle. Yes. And California Adventure. They're mm-hmm. both great parks. Yeah, they are. We they thoroughly are. enjoyed them. Yeah. And they have things that Disney World don't have, doesn't have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They have Cars Land, which is really cool. Yes. Loved it. So cool. I think what we learned in Disney class, because you know I got my doctorate from Disney University when I was there, we learned that all of Disneyland fits in Magic Kingdom's parking lot. So it kind of shows the gravity of... From what we understand in history, this is what we were told, Walt Disney bought a plot of land and everybody bought the land around him. So he became landlocked, which is why Disneyland has a hard time expanding. It just can't. There's nowhere to go. Disney World, he got his buddies to start buying up little plots of land and all of a sudden the Orlando Sentinel, the newspaper, a reporter over there noticed, wait a minute, all of this is starting to go together. Something big is happening, but he was too late. And all this land had been built. That's why Walt Disney World can just keep on adding more and more and more stuff. Because like you said, Disneyland has two lands. Walt Disney World has four lands. So you need longer in Walt Disney World because there's four times as much to do. Maybe even more. Yes. Mm -hmm. And all of, not all, but the majority of people stay on a Disney-owned property resort at mm-hmm. Disney World because mm-hmm. there's so many of them. Yes. And there's so many good things with that come with staying in one of the resorts. Mm-hmm. Whereas at Disneyland, they only have three hotels and they're very expensive and hard to get into. Yes, they are. So you can just stay really close by at a good neighbor hotel. Yes. And we walked and it wasn't any big deal whatsoever. It yeah. was fine. I think as adults, we were a group of adults that went this February we could do Disneyland and California Adventure in two days and be perfectly fine doing everything we wanted to do, some even twice. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. We did go three days. Mm-hmm. And it was like two and a half days. Yeah. Because we got a free day ticket. They had a special going on. Yeah. But it is definitely doable in two days. Mm-hmm. As adults. Maybe with kids, you'll be going a little slower because of strollers and eating and naps and stuff like that but (laughs) although we may have needed a nap (laughs) one of those days that's when you go to carousel of progress um we're going to talk about disney world for the rest of this podcast you mentioned a few minutes ago that you get perks if you stay on property tell people what you mean by that because a lot of people will ask you well there's a cheaper hotel over here in Disney Springs, which is like a little shopping area of Disney. Why wouldn't I go there? Why would I want to stay on property? What is the benefit? That's a great question, Lindsay. Mm -hmm. So I do know that some people stay in non-Disney hotels because they have honors points, travel points. I get it. Financially, totally makes sense. 
However, when you're booking a Walt Disney World trip, mm-hmm. the perks to me on staying at an on-site resort outweigh the cost benefit right. of right. staying somewhere else. Um, so the first thing that you get is free transportation mm-hmm. to and from the airport to the resort. It's called the Magical Express because it's magical. Mm, so magical. Your luggage just arrives in your room mm. if you book it in time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you get free transportation to and from the parks. Yeah. Um, from To and from the parks to your resort and back. And then you get early access to things yes. that really make Walt Disney World planning different than Disneyland planning. Yes, it does. You do have to do some planning ahead of time. Like you were saying, you can't just show up at the park. Um, if you want to do any sort of dining, like sit down at a restaurant rather than grabbing a Mickey pretzel here, or mm-hmm. a taco here, uh, you do have to have a reservation at Walt Disney World. Mm. So when you're staying at the resorts, you can make those reservations at 180 days. Yeah. That's six months, people. Yes. Isn't that crazy? Yes. And sometimes you can't get into the places you want to in six months. There are some restaurants that fill up really fast. Yeah. Like if you want to dine with the Beast, you're SOL after 180 <laughs> days. And then the main, the main perk is fast passes. Mm-hmm. We're going to go into a little bit more detail, detail on fast passes in a minute. Mm-hmm. But if you're staying on site and you've booked a package through your resort, you get to make your fast pass reservations at 60 days before your trip. So two months. And you can start scheduling your day and getting an idea of what activities you'll get done. So if somebody is already going, uh, this makes me crazy. I don't want to do anything. I'd rather not go than plan all this. Because there are people listening right now who are already tapped out. They're saying, no, I'm not, I don't want to. What do they do in instances like that? That is a great segue (laughs) onto Ray. So luckily. Yes. Disney company has decided to pay travel agencies to book families trips for them Mm -hmm. to make it easier. And those travel agencies do it at no cost to the client. There you go. And I happen to work for the vacation wizards, which is a travel agency that is certified in selling Disney products and universal products. Mm -hmm. So if you live here in Houston or if you know Lindsay Ray, there you, go. you can send her a message on Facebook and message me and I'll do all this planning for you. Right. That really does cripple some people because they're thinking, I just want to show up to my vacation. I don't want to, because you, if you're wanting the good fast passes, you have to wake up at five in the morning because it goes live at six Eastern time. We're in central time. You got to do that. You got Stephanie and I had Two computers and two phones open trying to get our fast passes. Gotta beat the crowd. You do. And so if that <laughs> makes you twitch on the inside, well, then Stephanie does it for you. She will get up at five o'clock and, and, and do all of that for you, which is, I think, a perk also for some people. I, it, it's at no cost. It costs you nothing to have someone else plan it. Disney is paying these people. Yeah. So I think they recognize that it is a lot of coordinating. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a lot for families who are planning a trip, especially if you have young kids to consider. Mm-hmm. Um, so contact me. There you go. Awesome. Yeah. We keep talking about fast passes. Let's tell everyone what they are and why they are a big deal, why they're important, especially staying on property and getting to book them so far in advance. So the fast pass system has kind of changed over the years. So if you're like me and hadn't been since the 90s, mm-hmm. then everything is now app-based yes. on your smartphone, which is awesome. And it's free with your reservation. 
Oh, yeah. So you get the opportunity to basically reserve a spot in line mm -hmm. for three attractions in one park per day. Mm -hmm. So say you're going to the main original park, Magic Kingdom, with the castle. You can reserve three time slots for rides that day mm -hmm. in Magic Kingdom. For example, let's say that uh, my kid really, really loves Space Mountain and we want to ride it in the middle of the day. Traditionally, that line is going to be over an hour long, wouldn't you say? For sure. If you get a fast pass for that time, that it, it, it'll say, well, we have fast passes for four people from 11 to 12. You just show up and... We, we say boop, you have a little bracelet and you just boop it on the Mickey face and it knows through the computer that you have a fast pass and you go right onto the line, right onto the ride. It's like magic. Oh my gosh, it's magic. Especially with little kids. So you can try to eliminate as much mm -hmm. line standing as mm -hmm. possible. Now there, there are the rules, meaning Stephanie did mention this, you can only do three, pa three fast passes at a time when you're first booking these in one park, meaning three in Magic Kingdom, three in Epcot, three in the studios, three in Animal Kingdom. You've got to pick which one you're going to do your fast passes for. So then strategy comes into play for that too because of the rolling fast pass. Steph, take it away. What is that? So the rolling fast pass is if you utilize all three of your fast passes, say by like one o'clock in the afternoon, once you use that third one, you can get into your handy app mm -hmm. and see if there are any more fast passes available for any other attraction you want to ride that afternoon. It really works in Magic Kingdom the best yes. because there's so many rides to ride. Yes. Um, but you can get lucky in some of the other parks too and get a good fast pass. So let's say I'm in Magic Kingdom and I've used my three fast passes, but we're hopping to Epcot. Can I get a fast pass in Epcot? You can. Awesome. So yes, if you have what's called a park hopper ticket, mm -hmm. so a ticket that gets you into any of the parks, any of the days, mm -hmm. then you can move parks yes. and get a fast pass in a different park after you use those initial three. I think that is something smart that we did this go round. But again, with the strategy, Epcot has so few rides in it that it feels sometimes wasteful to get fast passes in Epcot when you could use them for stuff in another park if you're going there later that day. For instance, one morning we are sitting at the International Gate so we can book it to Frozen Ever After because it's a hot fast pass and it will always have a line hour, hour and a half, you think? And we walked right on because we were there at park opening. So we didn't waste a fast pass on Frozen. And since we were there at early, weren't it early magic hours that morning? I think it just was opening. Oh, it was just opening. Yeah. But since we were there and hardly anybody gets there at opening, we jumped over and rode Soarin' where we hardly waited there either. And we've done two major rides in an hour. So that's part of strategy too. Are you one to tell people to be there when the park opens or if you're staying on property and you get an extra magic hour in the morning say the park opens at eight you get to go in at seven are you one to say utilize that extra hour or be there at park opening 
Definitely. Mm -hmm. I think on all my trips and anyone I know who gone since I started planning for them, you really get your best time in the park early in the morning. Mm -hmm. I know for some families that's tricky to get up early. Yeah. Totally get it. But you're going to beat the crowds and beat the heat yes. and get to ride as many as attractions as you want, really, mm-hmm. because the crowds aren't there yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can take a break or sit down later in the afternoon, take a long lunch, yep. go play at the pool, and then yep. come back for nighttime hours. Right. And if you get all your fast passes in the late afternoon, because you've just ridden everything in the morning because you're back, basically walking on stuff... You have fast passes waiting for you that afternoon if that's how you choose to tour. Let's talk about just really quickly your strategy for where the trip that we just took um, a couple weeks ago. We had seven people and, and we forced them to get up early in the morning. We talked to all of them afterwards and and just said, you know, what do you think? We, when we go, we go hard. We are not ones to go back to the hotel and take a nap or go to the pool We are there from opening to closing because imagine a sponge. We want to squeeze as much out of this because it is a hefty price to pay. It is no picnic to go to Disney, especially if you're staying on property. There are value resorts that you could stay at, but we were there opening or rope drop as they call it for most mornings. And I think that was a positive thing, even though we were tired And even though Disney messed you up, because one of the things you have to remember is the opening hours change all the time. So that really screwed up our touring plan with um, that studios day. Tell everybody a little bit about that. So as I mentioned, when you're planning your trip, you can plan things 180 days, 90 days. So we actually booked our trip back in January. So nine months ago. Right. And at that time... I had kind of penciled in what time the parks had opened the year before right. in September and were anticipated to open this uh-huh. year. And no. then we got a little surprise called Galaxy's no. Edge. Oh, Star Wars. Which, for the Star Wars yeah. fans in our group, was Woo-hoo! a great surprise because <laughs> it opened early. There was a ride open that we yeah. got to ride. Yeah. However, uh-huh. Disney World changed the hours to all the parks, <sighs> not just the park that the Star Wars land is in and we had to get up early every day yeah we did at this moment in time hollywood studios is opening at 6 a.m every day every day and we were there and we were there at five (laughs) (laughs) but we got to march in with stormtroopers and walk straight on to the millennium falcon which is so cool then when you get out it's toy story land is right there Two of my favorite pictures from the entire, entire vacation were the Millennium Falcon and Toy Story pictures. Why? Because it's beautiful twilight morning light. <laughs> it was we, dawn. We all look fresh. Recently we had, showered. We haven't been going for days. It was, they truly are some of my favorite pictures. Our but, hair was still uh, down. Oh, so good. <laughs> so we hadn't started sweating so, yet. So nice. It was so, so great. But yes, I would say get up early in the morning if you are, if you do want to take a break. Take it in the middle of the day. I know that sounds backwards, but if you think about it, if the park opens at 8 and you get extra magic hour at 7, from 7 to 9, you could potentially do 4 or 5 things versus 
from two to four in the afternoon, you're going to do one or two things. Right. You're going to be in line. You're going to be standing in line. Yeah, we don't stand in line. We don't. No. I try not to stand in line longer than 20 minutes, 25 minutes, depending on what the attraction is. There are some that I would never stand in line for. Correct. But if it's good <laughs> and... You know, you already have your fast passes for the other things and you've done everything because you got up early that morning and did everything and you're right there and Pirates is right there and you want to ride it. I'd wait 25 minutes for that because we haven't waited in line yet. So you can play Heads Up or find the hidden Mickey or... Or get a snack to eat in line. There you go. Snacks. Uh, We're going to talk about snacks. First, let's talk about fast passes. I know a lot of people are thinking, well, then what do I use my fast pass on? So let's start with Magic Kingdom. As Stephanie said, that's the main one with Cinderella's castle in the middle. Way bigger than Aurora's castle and Disneyland. It it just makes Aurora's castle look like a little tiny pocket castle. Uh, What would you (laughs) use your Fast Passes on in Magic Kingdom? So we made our Fast Pass list not based on the height requirements. True. So if you're traveling with members of your party that are not over 44 inches, mm-hmm. which is, I think, one of the highest height requirements in Magic Kingdom, there might be a 48 inch in Animal Kingdom, Yeah. Um, then your touring plan might look a little bit different. Right. Um, you can do Rider Swap, which mm-hmm. if you have questions about that, message me on Facebook. There you go. Um, or Google it, because um, we're not going to talk, talk about that today. Yep. But Assuming everyone in your party is tall enough to ride what you want to ride, we would recommend Magic Kingdom Fast Passes first for Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Mm -hmm. Seems like a given. Um, The main thing is because it's the newest ride in Magic Magic Kingdom, Kingdom, and so it has the longest wait. So long. But it is a great ride. So cute and wonderful. It's cute. It's a very family-friendly roller coaster. Mm -hmm. It's mm-hmm. not scary, and it's just a smooth ride. Yes. And our second is Space Mountain. Yes, That's roller coaster. That's a given. Mm-hmm. Indoor dark roller coaster. Mm-hmm. It's a classic. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves it, unless they don't. Right. <laughs> <laughs> unless you get scared and leave, but otherwise, it's really fun. And we say go to the left, because that's a better ride. Yes. Mm-hmm. So when you go in line for Space Mountain, they split you. There's a ride to the left and a ride to the right. We think that mm-hmm. the track is better to the left. I, I think it is, completely. <laughs> and the picture's on the left, too, which is my better side. <laughs> and then our third Fast Pass for Magic Kingdom, we said is kind of entertain- interchangeable between Big Thunder Mountain and Splash Mountain. Mm-hmm. They're both right next to each other in Frontierland, that mm-hmm. back left corner of the park. And depending on what your family likes, Big Thunder is a great family-friendly outdoor roller coaster, Mm -hmm. um, not too scary, and Splash is a water ride. Right. But Mm -hmm. at Disney World, you don't get that wet. Yes. It's just a little, (laughs) it's a little Splash. We've learned in Disneyland, you get really wet sometimes. I would say if you, if you can, Peter Pan is also a good fast pass, not because it's the greatest ride ever, it's because it always has a very, very long, long line, too. It's one that I would not wait over 10 minutes to stand in. And everybody does for some reason. I think it's because it's a unique ride. It's very fast, but it's slow loading. It's very slow loading. So that's what makes the line so long. And we also talked about, before we started recording, 
Pirates is a good fast pass uh, because it can it can get it can get a little long. And then Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise depends on people getting in and out of a boat at a fast rate, and sometimes people don't do that, yeah. and so that that can get a little long too. Yeah. So those are great options if the mountains aren't available or if you have smaller children in your party. There you go. Because there's not a height requirement. What about, oh, um, we also have Happily Ever After down, which is the nighttime show that is phenomenal that you have to watch in front of the castle because it's a castle projection show. So that makes um, viewing interesting because everybody in Magic Kingdom decides to pack in on Main Street and right in front of the castle all at the same time. Might be a fire hazard. So (laughs) A little bit. So people start... To line up, what was it, maybe two hours before it yeah, started? Yeah, there were some crazy people there yeah. two hours. We got there an hour before. Right, because we had a snack, and we just sat and have a little dinner and snack. It's um, Happily Ever After. You Can you get a fast pass for that? Not no, anymore. Not anymore, okay. You can do a dessert party where you're paying extra for a reserved seating location. Yeah. But there's no fast pass for that okay. nighttime show anymore. okay. It's really good. You need to stay and watch that or come back and watch that. All right, Epcot, what would be your definite fast passes? Because Epcot's weird. It's got something different than Magic Kingdom. Yes. So Epcot, really the rest of the parks have what's called a tier fast pass system, which makes it a little tricky in your planning. Mm -hmm. So we recommend if you have a park hopper, if you're changing parks, we already mentioned this, don't use your fast passes in Epcot. Yep. Just go early in the morning and then hop to another park and have your fast passes planned there. Yep. Um, however, if you're going to Epcot all day, you're going to do one of the festivals through World Showcase or just explore the countries, then you're going to need fast passes for your day as well. So mm-hmm. in your tier one, so this mm-hmm. is the harder to get or what they call e-ticket attractions in Epcot. We would recommend getting Frozen Ever After Fast Pass if you can. Okay. If you can't get it, then your other options is Soren or Test Track. Mm-hmm. Soren, which is not a zipline, FYI. Not a zipline. <laughs> it's an indoor attraction where you magically fly around the world and it's amazing. It's amazing. I love it. So, why did they put all the good rides in one tier? That seems annoying. It is a little frustrating. Mm-hmm. They're just splitting up the crowds. I know. But the great thing about Test Track, and you mentioned this when we were on our trip and we utilized it, is it has a single rider line. Yep. So, that means if you want to just go ride it as quickly as possible and you don't care that you're sitting with your friend or your family that you're traveling with, or if you want to ride it by yourself because mm-hmm. your family's eating lunch and you're not hungry. There you go. You can go get in the single rider line and ride on your own. You'll just fill in a space that's open in a car. Okay. What other what other fast passes? So let's say we did get frozen. What? Uh, how would you round out your three? Then your two tier two fast passes, you have very limited options Lame. here. Mm-hmm. So we chose on our trip Spaceship Earth, which is the kind of the old original... Golf ball. Ride through the golf ball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like a Which ride is through. changing. Praise Yahweh. Because yes. it's all about communication and technology. And we ended right around Bill Gates, right? Yep. The invention <laughs> of the computer. And then the ride-ins. 
And, and because you know the alphabet, you should thank the Phoenicians. That's what I always remember. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you get to sit down. You do. It's inside. It's dark. It's air conditioning. Yeah. Nap time. Mm-hmm. And for some kids, it might be educational. There you go. I don't know how much Silver they learn in school lining. about that anymore. Silver lining. <laughs> and then our third, we said Mission Space. Mm-hmm. This is neither of our favorites. No. I never go on it. But they do have two options, the orange or the green. Mm-hmm. And we usually do the easier track, which is the green. Mm-hmm. And you just sit in the space shuttle and you're flying around the world and yeah. then land. Whereas the orange, you're flying to Mars. Oh, big time. And you get a little... Sick. Motion sick. Because <laughs> they try to make it feel like you're actually flying yeah. to Mars. And you're not. Um, I don't like mission space, so what would my third one be if I had to pick a third one? Um, so your other options would be over in the land and sea pavilions. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would recommend living with the land, okay. which is like a boat ride. Oh, right, right, right. Or you can go on the Nemo ride. Cute. Or Turtle Talk with Crush. One of my favorites. One of my favorite things. We did not do that. Like the last two times we've gone, we haven't done that. Next time. It's typically because we are trying to book it through Epcot. Because if it were, (laughs) this is horrible, I'm so sorry, but if it were, people love Epcot with their whole heart. Um, It's a half day park for me. Because give me Mexico, taco, and a margarita, and soaring, and I'm done. Preferably soaring first, and then the Mexico, and the taco, and the margarita, and then I can leave. I like Frozen Ever After, but if I if I didn't see it, I'd be fine. But it's it's really, really cute. They also, Illuminations was their big nighttime thing, and last week, or this weekend, it ended. And at its 20-year reign. And so now they have the in-between show that's called Epcot Forever. Epcot, Experimental prototype community of tomorrow in case you were wondering yes we had to know that too uh experimental i'm pretty sure experimental prototype community of tomorrow alexa (laughs) (laughs) i wish alexa was up here she's downstairs darn it um so i would i would do uh, i you know but still there are some fun characters in all of the countries and there's a lot of stuff coming to epcot which is, I think, exciting. Yes. They are making Epcot more attraction friendly. Mm-hmm. I think if you've never done Epcot, then exploring the different countries is fun. Yes. There's some films to watch. There's performers in a couple of yes. the countries. Mm-hmm. And then we went a few years ago at Christmas time. Oh, yes. And going through the countries at Christmas was a blast. I loved it. Seeing the different Santa Clauses. Yes. Trying the different snacks. And the then they have the candlelight processional, oh, which so might good. be my favorite Disney activity ever. Yes, me too. Kurt Russell was our narrator, and I loved it. It was so great. They do the Christmas story. Fantastic. Uh, okay, um, let's do studios. What would be your three fast... They do weird tiering too, don't they? They do. Ugh. So Hollywood Studios just changed their tiers <laughs> twice, Come really, on. over the summer. Mm. Currently, their tier one includes all of the Toy Story rides, and then their two other e-ticket attractions, Rock and Roller Coaster and Tower of Terror. So right now, I would recommend choosing Slinky Dog, if you can, yeah, because it has the longest wait out of the Toy Story rides. Brand new. Because it's brand new, mm-hmm. and it's really cute. It's fun. It's cute. a family-friendly roller yes. coaster. They take your picture at the end, but you don't know that they're taking it, and so it's not a great picture. <laughs> Because no one's looking at the camera. 
but it's still fun. <laughs> um, no fast passes for Star Wars, uh, Galaxy's Edge. Correct. Right? At the moment, just um, one attraction is open in Galaxy's Edge, and there's not a fast pass. Can you get blue milk there? You can get blue milk or milk, milk. however you want to say it. I believe you can also get spiked blue milk. There you go. <laughs> and green milk. Green just doesn't even make sense. Why in the world would that even be an option? Come We're not on. Certain. But okay. Todd, our friend Todd, tried the blue milk. Yeah, it was, it good. was good. It was very sweet. Yes. And um, Oga's Cantina. That's something that you have to have a reservation for, right? It's better if you have a reservation okay. right now. Okay. Um, you reserve a spot in line to get into the bar, basically. Yeah. Um, it is a family-friendly bar. They're allowing children in there right now. So strange, but, but yeah. Mm-hmm. There's mainly alcoholic beverages, a few non-alcoholic, and then a couple of finger foods, snacks. It's very for the Star Wars fan. It is. It's very much for the Star Wars fan. You can also make a droid there. Um, you can also get a reservation to make a lightsaber, should you choose to want to spend $200 on that. Yeah, if you've got a gift card for Christmas, go use it. Do it! What would be your other fast passes? So you said Slinky Dog, but you can't ride Rock and Roller Coaster or Tower of Terror because that's in the same tier. But you would ride those other two because I think Tower of Terror is probably the best ride in Tower that Tower of Terror is the best ride. So good. Hands down. So good. Or hands up. I would really like to ride. <laughs> <laughs> but right now, the way the tiers are working out, Every because everybody is going to Galaxy's Edge and Toy Story Land to experience something new. Yes, the lines for Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster have not been outrageous. Right. So we easily rode those. We even got a rolling fast pass for Tower of Terror. Love it. So uh, Rock and Roller Coaster also, you can do single rider. But one time we did that, and the regular line moved faster. Moves faster than the single rider line. So that felt. I don't know why that happened, but it just felt weird. Yeah. Anyway, okay, what else would you do? You have Slinky Dog, and then what else? So your Tier 2 options are basically all of the shows mm-hmm. and Star Tours. Okay. So if you can get a Fast Pass for Star Tours, even though the line hasn't been too long lately, mm-hmm. it's a great ride. Yeah, it's It's the fine. original Star Wars ride, and there's a couple of different storylines that you can get. Yes. So you can ride it more than once and have a different experience. There you go. And then we picked a show. We saw the Frozen... Sing along, Sing along, which we highly recommend. I do. We were a group of seven adults and uh, loved it. Ah, uh, yes, it's so good. So two comedians funny. leading so it, funny. and it's great. They do adult jokes and yes. family friendly, and jokes. also different every time because these are um, improv people. So they're going to be current with current jokes, and I've seen it what three times now. It's been different every mm-hmm. single time. It's I loved it. It's the humor. If you're thinking, Ugh, Frozen singing along, yes, you sing all the main songs, but in between you get that comedic jolt that yeah. you just need to make it through. There were Frozen. a lot of dads laughing. Yes, so, so many. <laughs> I loved it. it okay, good. what are the other shows? And then for the third or. Other options for the third, you could do Beauty and the Beast, which mm-hmm. is always a great show. Yeah. Or the Indiana Jones Stunt, Stunt show. Spectacular. There you go. Which we did not have a fast pass for, but we saw mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we had great seats. Yeah. And thoroughly enjoyed it. I think if you have a fast pass for it, you're more inclined to be chosen 
to be one of the interactive characters gotcha. if you so choose because they do call like six or eight people up from the audience right. to participate okay and i think that's all from the middle fast pass section if you had to rank frozen sing-along indiana jones beauty and the beast one two three how would you rank that oh that's tricky mm. frozen would be first mm-hmm. just because it's funny and interactive I think Beauty and the Beast would be second for mm-hmm. me, just because it's my favorite Disney movie. Yeah, nostalgic. It's nostalgic. They do a really good job. I agree. And it's short enough where it, it goes quickly mm-hmm. and you you know, skip a lot of parts of yeah. the movie. <laughs> so you kind of just you get the, the highlights. highlights. <laughs> and then Indiana Jones would be third. We really enjoyed it. Yeah. But you are in an outdoor amphitheater. Yes. And the pyrotechnics make a little warm. Yes, they do. So it was a little mm-hmm. toasty in there. Yeah. I uh, We did think Indiana Jones was pretty hot, though. So that was a bonus. Yeah. We found him on Instagram. <laughs> he also plays Gaston. Another one of my favorite characters you should also try to find in the Magic Kingdom. So is it Justin Beard? Justin. If you're listening, <laughs> we're your number one fans. <laughs> So cute. Uh, let's go to Animal Kingdom. What are your three fast passes for that? Okay. So Animal Kingdom is even more different than the others. <laughs> <laughs> they don't really have a tier system, mm. but when they opened the Pandora World yeah. land area, um, they have two attractions there. They have the Navi River Journey mm-hmm. and Flight of Passage, mm-hmm. and they are kind of separated from the rest of the other fast passes. Mm-hmm. So if you get one fast pass to either of those, then the rest of your fast passes have to be non-Pandora rides. So you can only get one Pandora ride. Obviously, you want Flight of Passage. If you can get it. If you can get it, which is why you have to get up at 5 in the morning, Central Standard Time, and just... Get ready and book it. I meant you just have to because you're two minutes in and it's done. Because everybody else is up trying to do the same it's thing. It's a hot ticket to get. But it... But so I'll get it for you. Worth it. It is so <laughs> worth it. Now, here's what we did too, because you might be thinking to yourself, well, why don't you just get up at the crack of dawn and run to, well, you can't run anywhere, but walk briskly to Flight of Passage one morning. Yeah, we did that too, because we wanted to ride it twice. It's good enough to ride twice. So good. Now, Navi River Journey, true or false, just like it's a small world, but with Pandora stuff. True. I'm going to say true. Um, it is beautifully done. Yeah. And you do feel immersed in the Pandora world. Question. It's, I've never seen Avatar. Will that make a difference, Stephanie? No, no, it won't. Awesome. However, I have heard they're making a second Avatar movie. Oh, geez. So I think that might be why oh, we're the just, land was mm, built and okay. kind of been built up. Okay. And has made people go back and watch the original Avatar. That's um, really, really long. If I'm motion sicknessy, can I ride Flight of Passage? I say yes. Okay. I think it is less motion sicknessy than any of the rides at Universal that mm, we rode. Yes, I agree. Um, and there's enough like wind blowing in your hair, and mm-hmm. they change the smells mm-hmm. that you feel like you're a part of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't get super motion sickness, so it's hard for me to say. Yeah. But I could see some people only being able to ride it once. Yes. And the trick is don't do 3D rides. Don't put on 3D glasses in a row. Meaning 
when we were at Universal, we did simulated ride after simulated ride. That's what 80% of their rides are. So anything with 3D glasses where you're in the box and you're bouncing up and down, that's whenever I would get sick. So just give, give yourself some buffer times. What are the other two fast passes that you would do if you got flight of passage? So if I got flight of passage as my Pandora, yeah. then my other two I would choose... Expedition Everest, yeah, because it's a great roller coaster. So fun, and the Safari. True, yes, Be- mainly because Safari gets a long line. Yeah, because just like Jungle Cruise and the other rides we talked about, it's a slow loading onto the truck process, and they don't have control over the real animals. Mm-hmm. This is not animatronic animals; Mm-mm. it's real mm-hmm. live animals. So if you know a giraffe is standing in the roadway. They're going to sit wait. there and wait. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that can be an hour that you're on the ride. <laughs> Look at that pretty giraffe. A little ornery giraffe. Look at that pretty giraffe. <laughs> oh, still the giraffe. Got a long neck. Uh, does... <laughs> does Animal Kingdom have a show that... Animal you... Kingdom has a couple of shows. Um, we really, really enjoy the Lion King show. Yes. You can Definitely. get a fast pass for that, or you can get in line maybe like 45 minutes before the show starts mm-hmm. and guarantee yourself a spot in that show. Mm-hmm. It and is, there's no bad seating in no. there. Yeah. It's like a circular you know, theater in the round, interactive, super fun. Mm-hmm. It's it's probably the best show on property, I think. Okay. Oh, me too. Yeah. I love it. I love it. The monkeys are my favorite. Uh, what about, they have the Bugs Life too, which is fun, and inside the big tree of life, which is their middle iconic thing. Um, Rivers of Light is their nighttime, I'm using the word spectacular, it's about as sarcastic as I can. <laughs> I think it's awful. We've seen it once and didn't enjoy it. Uh-uh. I would rather go ride Expedition Everest over and over and over again while everybody else is sitting through Rivers of Light. Except I think they close Everest during Rivers of Light. Dang it. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. Or just go wander <laughs> around Pandora, because it's a different experience at nighttime than it Seeing is during the Seeing Pandora daytime. at night is, it glows, all the plants are magical colors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is really neat at night. We didn't mention the studio's nighttime thing, which is Fantasmic, one of my favorites. Um, I do love Happily Ever After, the projection show, but Fantasmic is... Really, really special and fun and classic and very Disney. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's, I think, one of the longer ones. And it's an actual show with actual characters. Yeah. Original music from all the movies you love. Yeah. We really enjoyed it. I loved it. We did have a, a dining plan with that, so we got really good seats. That was yes. a smart move on your part. Thank you, Stephanie. Yes. So if you don't, you can get a Fast Pass for Fantasmic at the studios, or you can get a have like a lunch or a dinner dining reservation Mm -hmm. that includes a reserved spot if you don't have those the stadium does fill up quickly yes and they make you sit in these um like bleacher seats like Mm. way up at the top Mm -hmm. it's still a great show but it's not the same experience yes it's better up close yes but not in the splash zone (laughs) (laughs) steph let's talk about snacks not to miss what are the things that you can get most everywhere maybe or for the most part everywhere that you think are wonderful wonderful you have to have it either for the food or for the picture or both (laughs) we did a lot for the gram on this trip (laughs) so we did go during food and wine festival this time and epcot has a ton of festivals now yeah so a lot of people go for the food 
However, you and I are classic eaters. Right. <laughs> and I would say my top snack is the Mickey-shaped pretzel. Yes. You can't get it anywhere else. Why is it so much better than I normal pretzels? pretzel. Auntie Anne's here in Houston and other places yeah. is phenomenal. But it's not Mickey-shaped. It's not Mickey-shaped, and they're so good. They're warm and soft and perfectly salty doughy and, and salty. You can dunk it in some plastic cheese if you want to, and that's good, too. It's good stuff. Mm. What's your favorite? Um, well, I would say Mickey pretzel, too, but closely followed by Mickey bar, which is the ice cream with the chocolate with the stick in it, and you eat it. Or there's also a Mickey ice cream sandwich that mm-hmm. I would I would allow in there, but it's a really the bar is a really cute picture. I it think. is a great it's picture. Good, but if I had to pick between the pretzel and the bar, I would probably pick the pretzel. And what else? And then you're not as big of a fan, no. But I do love the Dole Whip. Yes. Now you can get Dole Whip more places now, so it's losing its luster. <sighs> it's fake. But Dole Whip at Magic Kingdom from. Standing in front of the tiki bar, it's mm. just classic Disney. Yes. And if you're on the dining plan, you can use a snack credit mm. to get the Dole Whip on top of an upside down pineapple cake. Come on. Or a pineapple upside down cake. <laughs> Strike that. Reverse it. <laughs> so great. You know what you shouldn't get? A turkey leg. Ooh. Because that is about the grossest thing ever. Um, I have an aversion to meat on the bone, and so when I see people gnawing on a turkey leg, it makes me want to puke. FYI, not a turkey. I've I'd learned be a big turkey. <laughs> learned it's emu, emu, emu. Say emu. Emu is what <laughs> it's an emu leg, courtesy of. The guy that I was friends with, whose name I can't remember right now, Andrew. Andrew told me. He used to work in Frontierland. In what year? In 1998. So if you were writing a paper, this would not be a valid source. (laughs) Andrew told me, not turkey legs. So, blah. I also saw um, a bird come down one time and and beak up a man's turkey leg, oh or at stars. least part of it, and made him drop it. <laughs> but the bird got a big honk of meat. It's a waste of seven fifty right there. Blah blah blah. Okay, last but not least, let's tell people what not to miss. What are three things we would not want them to miss? So part of the planning process also includes kind of paying for things in advance. Mm -hmm. And one of those things you can buy in advance because it's cheaper than paying for it when you're already there is called PhotoPass. Yes. Or Memory Maker. This is probably the best purchase that you can get on a trip that you want to remember with friends or family, especially little ones. Agreed. Because you get for one price up front unlimited digital downloads of any picture taken in the park. Mm -hmm. So that can be posed pictures in front of the castle or your ride picture on Space Mountain or Tower of Terror. Those ones that show up on your app with, there's an emblem over them with a Mickey head. If you've bought Memory Maker in advance, there's no emblem over it Mm -hmm. and you get a download of it and you can post it on your gram or Mm -hmm. your Facebook, Mm -hmm. print them out on your own and put them in a frame on your mantle which was the two pictures that i loved were from photopass people the ones that we were in that pretty twilight when before our hair was messed up we had fresh makeup on that those are photopass people so we made it a point and it it's not as annoying as you would think it is but if you see a photopass person that means they know that some background 
is rocking and Looks you should in a pic. you should want a picture in front of it so anytime we saw one and we had time we weren't rushing somewhere we would stop and get a picture make sure to take your backpack off because nobody wants a backpack in their picture but we we got a ton of those and they're so they're so good i like them and so so, so much better than a selfie of trying to fit seven people in a mm-hmm. selfie mm-hmm. or asking a stranger to hold your phone and not steal it right. and take your picture <laughs> These are legit photographers that know how to take pictures. It's just great. It's worth it. <laughs> the other thing that I like in Magic Kingdom that I think is not to miss is the 3 o'clock afternoon parade. Mm-hmm. Hey, Lindsay. Hey. What time's the 3 o'clock parade? It's at 2. <laughs> That's right. Thank you, Walt Disney World, for moving the 3 o'clock parade to 2 o'clock. At the moment, it depends on season. That's true. <laughs> it's now at 2 o'clock, which is the height of heat oh, on the concrete in Main Street. I've never sweat so much in my entire life. But it's still a great parade. It's a beautiful parade. It has um, Flynn Rider, one of my favorite... Is he a prince? I don't know. One of my favorite <laughs> Disney <Male> dudes. Because <laughs> Zachary Levi is his voice. Zachary, call me. Uh, what's the last one, Steph? What's your don't miss? So our third don't miss is... Of course, because we're from Texas. Mm-hmm. Tacos in Mexico. Yes. From the very beginning of planning in 2016, <laughs> for some reason I wrote on our itinerary, we had to get tacos in Mexico. Like we couldn't get tacos at home in Houston. So now it's become a thing. We go get tacos in Mexico. Uh-huh. And what's great is the taco stand also serves margaritas. Well, what, <laughs> what more could you ask for? Thank you, Walt Disney World, for serving alcohol for those adults-only trips or for those parents that need a little extra boost to get through the afternoon Mm -hmm. with their whiny children. That's what happens when you visit an experimental prototype community of tomorrow. Hey, y'all. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for putting up with this froggy voice that I have. I went to the Mumford and Sons concert and it's not been the same since. So I'm going to just say that it was transformative. Thank you, Marcus Mumford, for being so great that I have lost my voice. Um, It goes in, it goes out, it goes in, it goes out, but we have to post the podcast. So here I am with my croaky voice. Yay. Um, If you dig this sound, it's kind of like a Phoebe smelly cat thing I've got going on. You know, when she gets a cold and she has that voice. That's how I'm gonna. That's how I'm gonna receive this voice. So if you like it, maybe you should go to iTunes and rate the show and talk about how awesome my voice is. I haven't been smoking. I promise. It's just a cold. But it would be an honor if you went over to iTunes and reviewed the show. Thanks for doing that. And make sure to follow me on the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter. <laughs> there it goes. Woo. And Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. Don't forget to check out my books, Why I Hate Green Beans, and it's a love story. You can find them wherever books are sold. And I'm going to leave a link for Stephanie. She's the travel consultant with the Vacation Wizards, specializing in all things Disney and Universal. You can just click on that and send her a message. Until we're together again, love you, mean it, Texas forever. Texas <laughs> forever.